Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Dr. Zamp. 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as uh, the regular season has come to an end, a drastic end. Week 18 is in the books, and as you know, the Miami Dolphins uh, have uh, continued their losing ways, uh, and this time at the hands of the Buffalo Bills in the... uh, Showdown, which was much anticipated, lost somewhat uh, luster going into the game, um, but needless to say, the Dolphins lose to the Bills 21-14, now uh, become the sixth seed um, into the playoffs. They'll go to Kansas City. We will discuss all the ramifications and uh, the scheduling and, and, and all that fun stuff, but um, you know, uh, listen, I know why you're here. I understand. I, I feel the same way. It's you know, it, it, this this is just the culmination of of uh, a spiral that you saw coming, but um, you know you hoped uh, would would not be the case. Um, let, let me give you the first. Let me give you the rundown as I do every week, like it's a regular game. Okay, so uh, two was 17 for 27, 173 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Obviously, they're big ones. Um, HN, your leading rusher, 10 for 56, one touchdown. Jeff Wilson behind him, 9 for 45. Receiving-wise, Tyree Kill, 7 for 82, one touchdown. Durham Smythe is your second leading receiver, 3 for 30. So, as I always tell you, if you look into the stats, a lot of times you can really see the picture, uh, and I think that definitely depicts a lot of what went on offensively, for sure. Uh, Eli Apple did have an interception, and uh, sacks were distributed with uh, Ingram has a sack and a half, and Zach Sealer has the other half of that. And that's what you got as far as the sacks. Because on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen, 30 for 38, 359 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, and then uh, rushing-wise, Josh Allen also was your leading rusher, 15 for 67. James Cook, 13 for 36. Receiving-wise, uh, Khalil Shakir, 6 for 105. Stefan Diggs behind him, 7 for 87. And Dal- Dalton Kincaid right behind him for 7 for 84. Had a real strong game, big part of this and then 
you know, you, you, you look at it uh, just, I guess, in the overall big picture, and of course there was the, the punt return, which was the, the really the devastating play, which changed everything, never recovered, um, and was the game-winning punt return. Um, and and uh, Good winds up getting uh, hurt on that as well. Um, injuries abound, Van Ginkle, of course. Uh, you know, just an all-out terrible night for the Miami Dolphins. And, uh, you know, all year I've been taking heat. I've been taking heat right at home. Uh, you know, uh, I got Rich coming at me. You know, why don't you like this team? It seems like you don't like this team. Why are you so down on Tyreek Hill? Um, you know, it, it, it just was the whole – the whole thing, I had a, every week, you know, because I just, I don't get excited. I mean, yeah, I, I loved when they were scoring a million points and Tyree Kill, you know, was was, was doing his whole, uh, you know, facade. He was fun to a degree, but then it became circus-like. And, you know, and, and, and you know, i just seen a lot of things that concerned me with this team as the year went on. I, I've said that I thought that they were becoming a little bit, one-dimensional. Uh, in the past, I said they were, uh, you know, big play one-dimensional. Then I just thought they're becoming one-dimensional in a lot of ways with Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, I, I don't get excited, uh, you know, as I you know, once did. You know, uh, i never seen the, uh, people drive the ball down the field so quick, and this is unbelievable, and, you know, it's great and all, but at this stage of the game, we've seen this movie so many times that really the things that you're looking for um, are a lot more than those, you know, st- statistical outbreaks. I mean, and they were dynamic. Don't get me wrong. They were as dynamic as I've seen in a long, long time. But, you know, I, I was able to watch 17 years of the greatest quarterback of all time, certainly the greatest passing quarterback. The man did electric things. The Marx Brothers were unbelievable. I mean, we've seen offense to the, you know, 10th degree. So, uh, you know, I, I've seen spectacular things done, especially from the offensive side of the football. So, you know, it wasn't just getting down. It was just kind of seeing a lot of what I saw that concerned me as times went on. And the fact that they had not beaten a, a winning team almost throughout the entire year. And, yeah, the media kept harping on it, but the Dolphins really did nothing to rescind that. And every time they had an opportunity, you know, to dispel those rumors, they, they fell flat on their face. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. You know, from you know, big games against, you know, at Buffalo when you're the number one team in football, and then out to Germany to play Kansas City again, Philadelphia on a, on a, on a you know, national stage. Uh, and then ultimately the Baltimore Ravens blow you out when the number one seed again is at stake. And, and, and the last one is you have Buffalo. So, Rich, you know, listen, I'm ranting. I think everybody at home is just spinning their heads right now. Uh, you know, but there's a lot of concerns that I have, and we've seen this show so many times. And the fact that you and, – and I said, I believe there was a time when they were the number one team in football. And we were talking about not only number one seed, but dominatingly the number one seed. And now you basically squeak back in as the number six seed, and you're on your way to Kansas City for a single-digit game. 
at best. I mean, haven't we seen this so many times? Yeah, I mean, you know, they they backed into the playoffs. Two weeks ago, they're the number one seed. And, you know, they back into the playoffs. And, you know, they're like the bottom of the rung right now. And, you know, anybody who knows football, like, they don't have a chance in this game. They really don't. I mean, if you look at it, you look at it like, you know, honestly, they're not going to win this game. And you know it and I know it. They could be in it for a while, but it's not going to happen. And even if they do win, they're not going to win the next week. There's just too many problems with this team, too many injuries. And it's just, you know, they backed in. I mean, they went, you know, they went down the drain. They regressed. They regressed like almost, it takes teams like a year to regress this much. They regressed in like a month or like for three weeks. Like the team would regress in a year. You know, I mean, you look at the persona, you know, of what you're looking at, you know. You know, good teams don't get blown out, you know, by the Ravens like that, you know. It's just, well, it's, I, a, it's a big mess. Yeah, I mean, I think, you you know, with the exception of, you know, the team in Philadelphia, you, you know, the, you literally have the biggest collapse that there is. And let me explain this, yeah. too. Yeah, I understand, you know, like the collapse of Philly is unbelievable too, but it's not just the fact that they melted, uh, you know, in December. Okay, you won two out of five games, right? It's the fact that you had the opportunity this year to do something so special. You, this was a team that was on the brink of something that literally I have not seen in a long, long time. Like, I, I, honestly, I have to go back, you know, if, if, if it's not, you know, maybe 90, 92, 94, it's 84. Like, I have to go back that far. This team had the ability and I think, the, you know, the potential to just be a team that was like, you know, the best team in the NFL. And, and, and the only other teams that really looked like they could compete were in the NFC. And this thing has collapsed in so many ways and so hard. Um, it's 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 very frustrating, and uh, you know it, it, it's yeah. I mean, especially when you know you talk about offense, right? And it was offense, 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 and that's all we heard about. And you know, you're looking now that you know what's 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 years later going to be the highlight? Tyreek Hill taking a selfie as he does a backflip. I mean, it literally yeah. has resorted to that, and it's a shame, but it's true. Oh, no. Yeah. I now, mean, breaking it down. In these losses, our offense has been terrible. And all oh, horrendous. You know, horrendous. Points, I mean, 19 points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. Even, even, even against the Cowboys, even against the Cowboys, yeah. it wasn't a dynamic. No, you know? no, they weren't dynamic at all. I mean, listen, the, the defense didn't show up in the Ravens game. Right, that, that, you know, so I'm not taking them off the hook for that. They were abysmal in that game, you know. But 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 this was an offensive machine. I mean, this is the this is the the offense that was well, going to didn't really show didn't show up in the Tennessee game either. You know? Offense really I mean, has not shown up. But the, the offense had a chance to win that game at the end. Did nothing. Offense hasn't showed up since the Washington game, which was in the beginning of yes. December. That's the last time yeah, the offense right. showed up. And, and you know, yeah. there's been, uh, you know, uh, five games now where this offense has not shown up. And, you know, well, I guess uh, the yeah. Jets, 
the Jets when they won thirty to nothing, they they, they were they were good that day too. You know. You know what, Rich? I, I I'm not. You know, we could go through that game and all, but to be honest with you, I don't think they did. I mean, you had a first half that was really stagnant, and without the um, you know, the the, the absolutely you know huge uh, hell mary from from Holland. No, no, could have really taken that game. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yes, yes, the one down in Miami, they did. Yeah, the one down in Miami, they did. That's right, they played them twice. So, yeah, I thought you were talking about the one up here. But I, either no, no, way, no, no. though, I mean, yeah, this offense has not looked right. And, you know, you know it's coming, and, you know, we're going to talk about it. But, I mean, Tua had an absolutely horrendous game. He just had a terrible game. And and I've noticed him becoming. Yeah. I I've seen him becoming more and more uh, one dimensional. I've always said that was an issue. You know I have. And what people have said to me today is, well, that you you know you always say you know he's so reliant on Hill. He's too reliant on Hill. And what about when Hill got hurt? And then you know so it's just not having him on the field. And, and the answer is no. What happened when he got hurt was he replaced Hill with Waddle. That's what he did. And so he just constantly right. utilized Waddle in the same way he would with Tyreek Hill. He was, you know, um, he was a, uh, just absolutely reliant on him. But, but Jalen Waddle happened to have the best game he's had in his career. And, you know, you said that there's a matchup there, you know, that goes back to college with Sauce Gardner in Alabama, and, and he ate those guys up, and he had a field day. And Tua just looked that way all the time, and so he just replaced them. That's what he did. He just replaced Jalen Waddle that game with Hill. But the problem is going to the – I say second to a degree, but he's okay with that. But the third and fourth – Options are just non-existent. And you know what I've noticed, Rich, that's a big problem? Sometimes there's completed passes to Tyreek Hill, and everybody says, yeah, good, all right, we had a nice play, good play, we got this, it's just a little short yardage, but we keep moving. But the problem is he's doing that, but the play really wasn't successful because there's a bigger play that wasn't made by another open receiver. And I've watched a lot of film on this now, and I see that there's a lot yeah. of other options that were not utilized on a lot of these completions to Tyree Kill. And then they get behind, and then they're relying on that, that long pass, which is just, you know, hasn't been the same. And teams are adjusting to it. Tyree Kill's not 100%. We know that. Uh, you know, and and that's what I'm basically seeing as far as that part of it goes, and it concerns me. It definitely concerns me, especially at this juncture. You know, so that that that's one of the things that I really saw. Yeah, it's a, it's an issue, but it's nothing that's going to be fixed anytime soon. You know. Well, I mean, you, you know, you would think that that's something that's been worked on because that's the kind of thing that you can actually fix. There was a few game, a few plays in this game alone where I saw quick passes, which he's so reliant on, and they make you know he's successful at them. But you know sometimes those quick passes don't allow 
you know, other receivers and plays to develop a little bit. When you're not pressured, I'm talking about. Now, obviously, when the pressure's yeah, on and they release the ball quick, you know, it, it, it can be good. And I know Waddle wasn't playing. I understand they weren't, weren't playing. Uh, and, you know, and you're depleted right now in a lot of areas and the injuries have stacked up. I understand that. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that uh, you have to take it all as a whole. And, you know, uh, it doesn't seem like they've really helped themselves in a lot of ways with this downward spiral that they've been on, um, you know, to to rectify the ship as much as they could well, have anyway. You know, once the pebble starts rolling downhill, it picks up dirt and gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a boulder. And we're a boulder right now running down the hill, and it's hard to stop it. You know, once it starts going the wrong way this late, you know, we've seen this before. You know, they don't yeah. rebound. You know, it's just, just they lose out. That's what they do. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a culture down there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. All right, we got a lot to talk about, so let's take a quick break. We'll come on back and break this thing down. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legend Show. you got Pat and Rich here. We'll take you through uh, no Monday night game to uh, bring you to or, or anything for that matter as everything's set. Um, but, uh, you know, either way, we'll we'll go through everything at least national, for you. National championship game tonight, though. Yeah, college-wise, yeah, that's true. we got the national championship game, so we'll take you up until that. Um, but uh, as far as uh, NFL-wise, everything's in stone, so we'll go through all those scenarios and, and, and all that oh, kind of stuff. Other, did you hear the other great news, by the way, today? No. Baker out for the year, wrist surgery he had today. Uh, Van Ginkle will not play again this year. He, um, what did he do? He, he did something too. He's out for the year, even if they advance in the playoffs. And you know, obviously the guy on special teams could is out for the year. He he tore his patero tendon. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, no, I thought when you said good news, I thought you really had some good news. And they said uh, Xavier Howard no chance to play and probably will not play if they advance. Yeah, and let me let me, uh, let me just add something while you brought up Baker because I know we, there's times when we've been very critical of him. Um, you know, coming off that injury, he missed a bunch of games, right? He missed a lot of games, and then he comes in, and, you know, the question was, you know, how good is he going to be with, with all this layoff? He's going to be rusty, and one of the best games Baker's ever played. I mean, you've got to just really hand oh, yeah, it to him, right. the hustle. Yeah. The hustle, 110%, and then that monstrous hit on the goal line, which was game-saving yep. at the time. Um, so just, you know, hats off to him. And, um, you know, this this whole thing, you could just see it just crashing, you know, one week after another. Um, kind of started with the Phillips injury. It kind of started with that. Yeah. And it's just been, yeah. you know, uh, steamrolling, like you would say, uh, you know, becoming a, a mountain now. Um, and, uh and so, yeah, I mean, as far as, uh, you know, uh, their situation goes there, um, <laughs> it's rough. It really is rough, and I understand that. Now, one thing I want to say, you, you talked about Kansas City and going to that location and everything, and, uh, you know, yes, uh, there's no doubt about it, but I had brought this up to you, and I think that you brought it back up to me, Green. You know, I watched all week. I watched Waddle practice, running routes, full speed, looked phenomenal. Can't really speak for Mostert. I'm not doubting anybody as far as, uh, you know, what you know their toughness or anything is. But I don't think this game was emphasized enough as far as what the ramifications were. I think there was an overall feeling in Miami, not just from the players, that we're going to rest them, we're going to get 100% going into the playoffs. But you know what? There's a big difference between being the sixth seed, hopping on a flight to a single-digit game against the defending Super Bowl champions, than staying at home for two and possibly three games as the number two seed. And even if it's playing Buffalo again. And I, I just can't imagine yeah. that those guys, you know, I, listen, I just think that they could have played in this game. I, I know that's why I'm not trying to say that they, they're they soft in any way. I just don't think it was pushed. And, and I, I don't know, I can't really speak for most. This thing has been going on for a little bit now. Model I know has been jammed, but I did see him running pretty hard on it. I didn't understand why Tyree Kill two weeks ago, got on the field and warmed up and then all of a sudden didn't go when you factor in 
how much of a decoy he is. I mean, it completely changes their entire offense when he's not in there. So, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't think there's enough of this that's really being considered uh, in, in that, you know. But, you know, maybe that's just sour grapes. I'm just, you know, I just, looking back at it, I just don't think there was enough in there. And, you know, I brought up the story where Zonka, I think, took a drill to his big toe at halftime to, to drain <laughs> the blood and it was throbbing like a big hammer. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not comparing uh, it to them. I just, you know, uh, just my yeah. feeling on it, you know. And I think you kind of agree, you said. It's a different world. Yeah, it's a different world, you know. It is. You know, but I don't think they yeah. factored it in that much, you know. Like, I kind of think that they, uh, so you they, know, they I don't think it was. Yeah, they still act like it's this big accomplishment that they made the playoffs. Like, it's not when you're leading the division for 90% of the year, and then you go from the two-seed to the six-seed in the last game. It's not a big accomplishment. It's a, it's a big failure. Yeah. You know, you know you're not going anywhere being the six-seed, going on the road. And, you know, look, I, I, if they were the second seed, I could see them losing the Buffalo next week with all these injuries, you know? So could I. You so know, could I, I but here's I, the I, thing. I wouldn't have Rich, yeah. No, but here's the thing, Rich, and I said this last week, and obviously nobody took note. Because I said the major thing going into this game is you could save face of this season by finally dethroning the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots and winning this division for the first time in a long time. You could at least put your flag on that mountain and say, where are the division champions? Let me ask you a question, though. They win the division and they lose the next week to the same team. Doesn't that kind of, like, tarnish it? I don't think it tarnishes it as much for the future. And that was my point. I think that you could solidify yourself as the defending champions next year, as the AFC East champions, meaning this division goes through us. And it sets a different feeling to all the teams in there. They game for you now. Buffalo Bills... They would know they got the throne. Now, they might have went on there and beat you and then went on, but they would know that they lost their crown as far as that goes regular season. And it would also be a building block for this young team. And and what concerns me so much is that this team was really on a path and they were higher than any team I've seen in decades. And I'm worried because this thing was not just a fork in the road, but this thing could go south and it could go south real quick. And I always said, Lee, I know you don't like McDaniel, and I do like him, but I have issues, and my biggest issue is that it's, it's all fun. It's fun when you're winning. The whole shtick works really nice. But when this thing goes south and you start losing, that's going to wear out real quick, real quick. And it's already started. I don't think the, I don't think, I don't think the act's cute when they're winning. I, I just, no, I know you don't. I, I know you don't. Yeah, I know you don't, but that's why I said I know you. You don't, and I, you know, I could see some of the humor, but that does not fly really well when when you're not winning. The way I look at it, you know, I've been watching football a long time. I've been watching football longer than McDaniel's been on earth, and he doesn't look like an NFL coach to me. You know, it's just just the whole persona and the, the mannerisms and everything. It's just. He, I, I don't see him ever holding the Vincent Lombardi Trophy up in the air. I, I'm no, sorry, that, I just don't say it. 
Yeah, I mean, that. see, listen, that maybe here nor there, we'll see, only time will, will tell that. I don't know if you could really judge it on that. You said yourself, it's a different age. It's a different day, it's a different yeah. age. So you can't just judge it on that. The, the man is absolutely, you know, an offensive genius in a lot of ways, but that, you know, that's a lot different between deriving plays and being an offensive coordinator and, and you know, bringing it game day. And, you know, there's a lot of differences there. So, you know, we'll see. Look, look, uh, I, but, I, I think, like, I think his, his adjustments are terrible. I don't think he makes adjustments during halftime. I don't think – I think he goes to the well too much with his, with his little charts and everything, and I don't think he uses his brain enough. I think he's into more analytics than, like, reality. I think there's, there's problems there. You know, not really impressed. Yeah. Got to be honest with you. We we had there was a lot of criticism on him. The one thing everybody's praising him for is that they were criticizing him that he didn't stay with the run. He didn't you know uh, go to the run enough. And and in the first half of this game, he certainly did do that. And he's been getting praise for sticking with the run. Um, but you know, when crunch time came, uh, that seemed to get a, a, a too tricky. I mean, I don't mean A-chan going on an option ready to pass. Well, you know, I, that's I, stupid. The, the pitchbacks, the pitchbacks, like when you're keeping your own zone, why are you going backwards to go forwards? I hate that. And I'll tell you what the big problem is. You're a passing offense. I don't care. You're, you're, the, the running back situation is secondary, okay? So, you know, after that punt return, you can't be running the ball up the middle twice and then – you know, doing a desperation third and 12 or third and 14 because you lost yardage, and then, you know, be shocked that you're going and you're punting, you know? And you, you did that two times in a row. I mean, you know, you know do what got you there. Freaking throw yeah, well, this... down their goddamn throat and try to win the game. Yeah, I you watched know? that again. I watched that again. The series before that, they threw the ball three times in a row and went out. And then that series you're talking about, they ran twice and then wound up on that – uh, third down play where uh, Tua basically uh, uh, it was one of my bigger issues with that play and because I think he had a guy wide open on that, two guys actually, uh, coming towards the middle of the field on the other side and chose to throw that pass uh, into, yeah, albeit an open hill to a degree, but a, a, a lousy pass and then uh, you know basically uh staring at it the whole time you know, well, you know it, it, seriously like, if, if you if you complete a few passes across the middle you'll be able to run but you can't run when they know you're gonna they're stacking you know, they have a very good run defense buffalo they're stacking the middle actually they don't actually they don't Actually, they don't. They can't stop the run. That was the big thing coming in. They have a hard time stopping the run, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They didn't. No, they didn't yesterday. They didn't yesterday until that crunch time came, and they got tricky. And then the the the, 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 but they really did it. You were running, you know, very well all over them actually from the you know in the first half of the game. Um, But you know when you got into these problems. Uh, that's when you know. That, well, and that's when you really need to run the ball, when you know, otherwise you can't. Um, so yeah, there's that. And, and 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 let's not forget, you know, this offensive powerhouse had a chance to win the game, or at least tie the game, 
and really fell flat on their face in what ended up with just a horrible interception to end the game by Tua. Um, but, you know, uh, I mean, there was uh, the one play that sticks out to me is, is that huge drop by Hill again where there was a penalty on there, and you were so excited that there was this penalty because there was a minute and 38 seconds left on the clock. And I think he was gone. I think that might have been the one to get you there. And, yeah, I understand yeah, it was maybe. time for them, but look how it ended. And you didn't really gain another uh, yard after that. No, we didn't gain another yard, nothing. I mean, That's unacceptable. That. That's unacceptable. No. It really is. With this yeah. kind of offense, it's unacceptable. And, again, it's just two yeah. one-sided staring. It's hill, Yo, hill, 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 hill. Craycraft had that one catch in the beginning where you're okay, we'll get him going again. That was it for the whole game. That was it. First you didn't quarter. see him again. Yeah, you didn't see him again. Um, you know, you really, didn't, you really didn't see anybody else other than for a play here and a play there. Yeah. I mean, that was really it. Uh, you know, Claypool had a uh, three, three or Spice five yards. Like, what did Swice have? Like two, two, you know, balls thrown his well, way or something? It was terrible. Well, 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 Smythe was actually he had three passes. He was actually the second leading receiver with those three passes and thirty yards. So that just goes to show you. I mean, he didn't look anywhere else but Tyreek Hill. No. And you know. No. Now, you wonder how much his shoulder was really bothering him, because he wasn't accurate either, you know? We'll never know. I mean, I said to you that was a concern of mine all through the week, yeah. that he did get hurt there. If anything, he was overthrowing guys high. Um, you know, the, every, every pass is high, which you know when he does that. You've said it yourself. We've seen it so many times, right? When he's off, it's high. Yep. I mean, remember last oh, yeah. year? Last year we've talked yeah. about that. I don't remember the games, but um, San Francisco maybe. Did we play Frisco yeah, last year? Was, yeah. yeah. And he was high, high, right? Remind me of yeah. Remind me of that. Um, but I think the decision making and the going through your reads has been shortened up, and I don't know why he, you, Hill has become almost a crutch. And teams have adjusted to that. And you're playing better teams. You know, let's face it. There's a reason why you're beating up on inferior teams but struggling against these better teams. You know, they, they, they do different things. They're, make, they're accentuating your negatives. And I said early yeah. on, game two at New England, Right? I noticed something, and Belichick picked up on it, and they struggled in that game. Mac Jones had the ball in his hand with a chance to tie or win that game at the end of the game. Belichick took away, you know, Hill and those things. He doesn't have a good enough team, but he was able to get a good enough scheme defensively. And the, 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 the other teams didn't pick up on it as much. Because right after that, you played Denver, I think, and you blew them out, right? But then Buffalo, Buffalo was waiting after that and spanked you. So right early on in the year, there were signs of that. But then you got away with it because you went on that big lull of a schedule, right? 
lowly Giants, Panthers, right? And we're able to get wins. Mm-hmm. But every time you got those wins, then you'd play uh, was it, the Eagles, and you get beat again. And then you maybe win a game, and then you play Kansas City, and you get beat again. And maybe you win a couple more mm-hmm. games, and then you play, you know, whoever it was. You know, Raiders, it just, yeah, the Raiders look great. Yeah, right. I know. So, you know, yeah. that's the thing. And what do the playoffs do? They accentuate, accentuate all the things that you do wrong. They expose things. And so oh, yeah. we're in that predicament. And you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't, listen, I don't know that the Kansas City Chiefs have enough in the tank to, to win the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you right now. You know, this is going to be that kind us. of game. Yeah. They're, they're, they're beating us. Listen, yeah. I, I don't care who we played. If we played another bad team this week, we're not yeah. winning. You can't. We have two edge rushers left. There's no linebackers left. There's, you know, we have, you got to rely on Eli Apple to have another game. I mean, it goes on yeah. and on and on. There's too many no, you're right. injuries. No, you're right at it, this point. You're absolutely right. It's a joke. We're going in at this point. It's a, there's nothing to do at this point. It's over. You know, I agree. And it, you know, and you know, and no one will talk about that. They'll just say, you know, we suck and everything else, and you know, we we didn't know how to beat a good team and the whole bit. And they'll mention that we have like twenty guys out. Yeah, no, you're you know, right. It is what it is. I mean, you know, look, you know, the, the, this year seemed to be like turning the corner, but it's back to where we started from. And you know, this could this, this could go south again. You know? Yeah, Don't I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what you I just gave up. I just told you that. I just told you that. That's what I'm concerned with. But more yeah. so than that, more so yeah. than that, I told you, that's why I say, even if this comes to fruition, at least you would have had the, the division title, which you had a three-game yeah. lead with five remaining. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a collapse. Yeah, when we were talking about it, say it's, it could be the worst collapse we've ever had. Yeah, you know, I think I think so because I look at '93 uh, when they were nine yeah. and, and three and finished nine and seven or whatever that was nine and two nine and seven. Yeah. You didn't have Marino. Yep. You had yeah. no Marino, and no Marino. you know yeah. a lot of differences. I can't remember a collapse of this magnitude with this you know this much high to this much low. And yeah, I understand no. you're in the playoffs, but. Um, I don't know. Not, it wasn't supposed to be like this. It just wasn't supposed to be like this. No. All right, we we got a complete uh, schedule and everything out, so uh, we're going to go through that. Let's take our last break. We'll come on back and give you the complete rundown. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legend Show. You got Pat and Rich coming at you, and uh, we will take you uh, up to the national championship game, as Rich said. But the uh, schedules are out, and so we're going to uh, uh, go through everything there for you and uh, let you know where that stands uh, playoff-wise. Um, so, uh, Rich, we basically have uh, the wild card rounds. You got the Browns uh, hosting the Texans on Saturday at 4:30. And uh, and then, of course, the next game Saturday night is the Miami Dolphins uh, heading out to Kansas City for the Peacock game. So uh, that's like an added bonus. Now we get uh, we get we get the game on Peacock. So I don't you have uh, uh, people scrambling now to even watch it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just it's just a sprinkling of it all. I you mean, know, the, the out and out, the, the greed. Of this league, with this nonsense, that, that you know, you literally have a pay-per-view playoff game now. Think yeah. about that. You know, it's insane. And I, I thought Congress was going to put a stop to this because remember they were talking about making a Super Bowl pay-per-view, and they said you would lose your collective bargaining agreement if that happened. So I don't know how they squeeze this one in. I mean, it's really a disgrace. It's bad enough that happened a couple weeks ago. You know, where they did that Saturday night game on Peacock too. You know. Yeah, like how I'm, many of these dopey things do they want us to buy? I mean, okay, the, the, the Sunday ticket, Amazon Thursday, this. You know, I mean, how many more? When, when's it going to stop? We pay for this crap all year long, and then you're going to jam us. We have to buy something else at the last minute. I don't want Peacock. I don't want to watch, you know, 18 reruns of Yellowstone. It was on two years ago. What's on there that's, that's for us? Nothing. We don't want to watch that crap. No, I know. It's, it's, it's just... I just think it's so fitting that we would be the team, too. I just, you know, like you can see that from a mile away. You know, a million different scenarios. And then this is just just the sprinkling on the top of this, that we would be the team now that has to play in this Peacock game (laughs) Saturday night. It's just insane. It really is. And now, of course, Buffalo will host the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday at 1 o'clock for their – number two seed game. And then um, Sunday also has the first NFC game, which is going to be uh, the Packers uh, at Dallas, which is Sunday at 4.30. And I guarantee you, we were talking about which game would be the game, right? And Dallas would be the number one draw. And there was no way Jerry Jones was having anything to do with Peacock. Guaranteed he put a stop to that. So Taylor Swift and the Chiefs were the next draw. And then uh, Sunday uh, is, is a triple header, and you'll have the Rams and Lions game at Sunday at 8 o'clock. And, uh, and there's also a Monday night game now next week, uh, which we will take you up to, Rich. <laughs> we'll have a lot to say, I'm sure, going into that <laughs> as the Eagles and the yeah, Buccaneers. Well, so what, what did they start doing this Monday night stuff in the playoffs, too? How crazy yeah. is that? Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's why I'm bringing it up. I don't remember that ever really taking place. I no. mean, did it happen last year? I don't think I, so. I think there was, right, I don't think did it happen last year. I don't think so. I don't. Think I think they so. talk about it, but it didn't happen. No, it's unbelievable. It's happening now, so you got your wish now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's crazy, man. I don't know. It's just it's insane to me, you know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I mean, me and you—we've been around the block a long time. 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's frustrating. Thank God we wouldn't be a fan of this team because they've never won in the, in, the, in our adult life. They haven't won anything. Oh, I have kids that really haven't ever seen any success, and they're not little kids. No, <laughs> they're men. No, no. Well into their twenties. Yeah, it's it's I, crazy. I talk to like you know, I, I talk to people like when I was in Florida, like, oh, you're a Dolphin fan of New Jersey? Why? They stink. They live there. <laughs> you know, because they never saw them do anything. You know. Yeah, I, I, I know. Uh, it's really, it's really what a what an error. You know, what an error. Well, think about yeah. our whole show. We haven't, we we've never covered a winning playoff game. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Far from it. <sighs> yeah, I, and, our and, best playoff game. Our best playoff game we covered was. The the thirty four thirty one last year with Skylar Thompson in uh, you know in Buffalo that was the closest we sniffed to a win and, and like the last let's say with the last the last three right we haven't had our starting quarterback yeah I know and so you were telling me about that like let's go through that with all the injuries right it's the same yeah. kind of thing we yeah. do have a quarterback this year but yeah and nothing else <laughs> nothing yeah. else. Uh, yeah, I mean you're debilitated. Yeah, I mean even if, even if the, you know everybody comes back on offense next week, right? The defense is, I mean it's patchwork. There's two starting edge rushers. The the linebackers are totally depleted. Totally depleted. I mean you think you get yeah. Baker back? You got him back for three quarters, and he, and yeah. he has hand surgery, wrist surgery that he's out for an indefinite future. Yeah, it's just you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Yeah, it's unreal. You know. And, you know, who's our trainers, right? It always seems like we're the team that has a million injuries at the end of the year, too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it's frustrating. I mean, I, I, I hear all the time, like, the trainer thing, um, and I don't know how I feel about it. People go crazy on that because it seems like it keeps happening. I don't know how much trainers prevent it. I don't yeah, know. I, I, look, you can't. I don't think you can stop an ACL from blowing or – Yeah, me. yeah. I'm not saying that. But the no, other I know. I hear, I, I, I hear it a lot, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody ever blamed Gene Monahan. <laughs> no, but you know what? No, but – yeah, I know you're, you're making a joke, but, but listen, you're right, but um, I do hear that an awful lot from the current Yankees and stuff. With the same injuries, and that's why I wonder, like, you know, in football, I don't know. Like, in training staff, I mean, are there teams that have better training, you know, staff that prevent injuries? I, I don't think so. I mean, you know why I say that? Because I, I regard certain organizations as the top, and one of them, to be honest with you, is, is San Francisco 49ers. And I see them get injuries, you know, Brock Purdy last year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I mean, it does seem like we definitely hit the injury bug, though, like crazy. And like I said, it happened with Phillips on down. That's when it started. Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty healthy going in after that. Fairly healthy. And it was – the ironic part is, who was the team that got bit? It was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They got, they got yeah. De- depleted. Once Milano went down, then they're secondary, and they got really banged up hard that everybody wrote them off. 
And then it turns out we're the ones now who are all injured. And yeah. It's a long season. It's a long season, and it just goes to show you, it's really not where you start, <laughs> which we know. But this no. year we happen to start and, and, you know, exceptional. And, and too, our, our, depth, our depth is pretty bad at some of these positions, though. I mean, the drop-off is monumental. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like we're replacing Dick Buckus or Zach Thomas. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, well, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. You take yeah, no, guys out. Been... The next level's of confidence. Yeah. Know? No, there's there's pretty big drop-offs from a lot of these positions. Right. There are. Holland hardly played yesterday, right? Holland? Right, he hardly played yesterday, right? Yeah, I mean, he was in there. Um, I know he was like a game day decision per se, but he, you know, I don't know exactly yeah, I know. how much he, he played. You, yeah, I don't think he played that much. I think he was in and no, out. No, because think... yeah, because you kept seeing uh, Elliot and and yeah. all of the yeah, people getting burned in the secondary. Well, Elliot got hurt in warmups, remember? And boy, yeah. that carried over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't make that up, right? I know. He got hurt in warmups. Warming in warmups. In warmups, yeah. I guess he was high stepping. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, just, I guess, injuries now throughout the defense, adding on to the offensive line, which has been in rough shape. That's, um, that, I tell you, though, that played well yesterday. I didn't yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's gotten together. Yeah, it really has. And you know what? Listen, you guys have all been real hard on Eichenberg. He's had his moments. But you know what? You really got to tip your hat to him because he's he's played no, well, he's played well. In, in, in a position that he's never really played. And uh, he, he really has responded. I really have to tip my hat to him. I've yes. defended him a lot. Um, but uh, I haven't been killing him as much as I've been killing the fact that there's not a bona fide backup center. I don't really blame him for that. I blame the organization for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they should have been just relying on him for this. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Should have been a better you know, uh, backup plan. It was a personal between him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I think so you're you know, right about go? that. Our special our special teams uh, coach got to yeah. go. Oh, for he sure. Sticks. Yeah, yeah for terrible. sure, you know. You know, it, 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 it's funny because uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Danny Crossman has. Yes, uh, he's a holdover with foils, you know. Yeah, Danny Crossman is absolutely uh, on the hot yeah. seat. And, um, you know, this is just. Uh, I wouldn't blame him for this, but all year there's been a lot of issues and stuff that I think need to be addressed. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of criticism that could certainly go there, you know, without a doubt. Um, but listen, they're they ain't trying getting to better. The punt return on, on you listen to this one. They're trying to blame the punt return on Bailey, that he outkicked coverage. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, you start doing that, you got you got real problems. You got real problems if you're if you're blaming your punter for punting the ball too far. Too far. Yeah, isn't that great? I'd never heard yeah. that one before. No. This is the kind of thing that's uh, it's going to get. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say you know it's not necessarily going to get worse, but you're going to get exposed. You're going out to Kansas City, and then you have uh, you know 
we're going to have a lot of time to debate a lot of things and a lot of changes and stuff, and there's going to be a lot of question marks that are going to come. But Oh, you know, the uh, um, disgrace, too, is, is the fact that, like, like 50%, if not more, of that state was filled with Bills fans. And that, that's, oh, that's more. embarrassing. More. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I think more. Yeah. I mean, when Josh yeah, Allen's doing a, doing a victory lap and in your own stadium, going yeah. to the Bills Mafia in the corner of the end zone, they, 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 they had the whole end zone. There's a video yeah, going around. I, I meant to tell you, I don't know if you've seen a Dolphin fan getting absolutely bullied and harassed in the stadium. I can't see anybody other than this kid wearing an aqua shirt near him. I thought it was like in Buffalo. And I'm looking at it. It was in Miami. He's getting bullied and harassed by an entire onslaught of Bills fans in an entire section. I could not find another Dolphin shirt as he's getting this. You uh, can't make it up. Yeah. There would have yeah, been one more if I was there. That's for the sure. They wouldn't have got no away with about that it. No doubt about it. But in but in the meantime, I'll give you time to hit that cough button <laughs> and get yourself back. <laughs> we, will, <laughs> we will have a... We'll see you next week, everybody, and hopefully I uh, have some positives for you. Thanks for joining us. Look down a westbound road right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in 